And welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. Alexis is out. She's um, taking a little mental health break. So she'll be back next week, folks. But we got a lot to talk about. AEW Revolution is this weekend. WrestleMania is coming up within the next couple of weeks. And we also have some news that is just messy as hell to talk about. So let's just talk about the stuff that actually matters, which is (laughs) AEW Revolution. All right. So AEW Revolution is supposed to be Sunday, March 6th. It starts at 7.30 on the buy-in, and the main card starts at 8 p.m. So they are going to be in the um, Addition Financial Arena in Orlando, Florida. Um, And you can watch it on Fight TV, or you can watch it on Bleacher Report Live. Those are the only two places, unless you're going to stream it illegally, which if that's what you're going to do, that's your business. Period. I ain't got nothing to do with, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, but the event is $49.99. So if you want to stream it illegally, you're going to have to talk to your friends. Get that link. I can't help you with that, baby. Um, so I'll tell y'all are... a website if you tweet us. <laughs> the matches for AEW Revolution are... Hangman, Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the AEW world title. Britt Baker is going up against Thunder Rosa again for the AEW women's title. Um, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus are going to go up against Bobby Fish and O'Reilly. And they're going to go up against a to-be-determined team for the AEW tag team titles. That's supposed to be a triple threat match. Um, Jay Cargill is defending her title, the TBS title, against Tay Conti, which Nicole likes to call her Continental Breakfast, which that shit is funny to me. I don't care. Um, and then you have Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Stars, Orange Cassidy, and another to be determined are all going to be in a face of the revolution ladder match. CM Punk and MJF are going to be in a dog-colored match? What? What is that? I don't like dog-collar matches. You can probably explain it a little bit better, um, Janae. Um, I believe it's where uh, both of them have a dog collar on. It's the match that um, Cody had with... Um, um, I'm sorry, I'm so sleepy. Um, it's Okay. Brody Lee. I don't. I don't think yeah. that was it. Was that a dog collar match? Yeah, because they both had uh, a, a dog collar around their neck, and they were both connected with the chain. I believe. I don't like it because it looks real slavish to me, in my opinion. You know, we're out of Black History Month, so I can say it. Um, <laughs> I just I don't like dog collar matches. I had I no idea what that was. I, I was I like, what point, is that? The point of a dog collar? I mean, it makes you have to be, like, creative with the match because your dog collar only goes um, so far. But when it comes to, like, AEW, their version of creative is just, like, blade your forehead. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, with the chains and stuff? Yeah, so I'm just like, eh. I'm excited. About the okay, card, so but... this is going to be a bloody affair, essentially. 
Um, that's what I'm thinking. Expect some some blood to happen. All right. Um, Brian Danielson is going up against John Moxley. Chris Jericho is going up against Eddie Kingston, and Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Sting are all going up against um Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. And that is the card for AEW Revolution. Um, this is more Nicole and Janae's field. I tend to stay away from AEW. So I'll run it down. You guys tell me what you guys think about the matches. Hangman is going up against Cole for the AEW title. Do you think Cole's going to um, take this title or is Hangman going to retain? Cole's not winning. Hangman's going to retain. I just wish they would have built a story around that. And that's kind of my issue when it comes to AEW. There's no story between Paige and Cole at all? There is, but there isn't. Yeah, not like a good meaty storyline. It's kind of like they usually build, like, do a quick one, like, a week beforehand to, like, set it up in in a sense. But there's no, like, a a good meaty build one kind of like MJF and CM Punk where that's kind of been going for a little bit it's just like right. okay we need to put you guys in the match so we'll start something like the dynamite prior or something like that I see well Nicole who do you think's gonna win you think Paige is gonna keep it or is Cole gonna take it um this is gonna sound real messed up um Oh, Corey J looks so fucking cute. Um, I don't even want to say it. Okay, so Paige will probably win. Um, but he shouldn't. Wow. <clears throat> Paige hasn't had it that long. Has I he? know, and it's, it's really nothing... And this is more so AEW's fault that they have, they did this quote unquote big old huge build up for him getting this. Wendy Chu is a fucking vibe. Yes. I told you, man. I I love love her. Um, I love it. Sorry, I'm like, we're talking about two different things at one time, guys. But this is really nothing to do with him. And none of it is really his fault, is more so how he has been managed or quote unquote mismanaged as um as a talent in hindsight i believe if they're gonna go this storyline if they want to do like an adam cole and co takeover mm-hmm. everything he needs to win he needs to win and then um jurassic express has done virtually fucking nothing substantial or memorable or literally anything with those tag titles so they should no longer have them again anymore either so i say give it to adam give it to and then give the um tag titles to redragon whenever that happens hopefully as soon as possible so you can start on this quote-unquote takeover storyline so i feel like they can have like a really good they can have like a really good base with it. You can have Adam Colby like, hi, I got Cody out of here and then start basically dismantling them from within. Like we've talked about before 
a potential mm-hmm. storyline. So I think this is a good way to shock. Um, Revolution is one of the few pay-per-views that a title changes hands at as well. So I think people also need to remember that. All right. So you got Janae who says Paige is probably going to keep it. And Cole thinks Cole should get it, but she thinks Paige is going to keep it. All right. I'm going to go with what the house says. Um, Nicole was talking about Jurassic Express. So in that match, there is an additional tag team to make it a triple threat. But they have not announced who that tag team is. So I'm alluding, I guess this is another one of Tony Khan's famous surprises. Um, I don't know who that's supposed to be. Um... Nicole doesn't want Jurassic Express to keep the titles to begin with, so it looks like it could be Fish and O'Reilly or the surprise tag team to take the titles. Janae, who do you think is going to keep the titles in that triple threat tag team match? Um, I'm going to go with Red Dragon. I think Jurassic Express, they were good like title holders for the time being, but they they haven't done anything with them. And I remember saying like, they've been there the longest they should, you know, get the belt. The booking is just not good. Um, I'd rather give it to Red Dragon. They can obviously do something more with it. I, yeah, we don't know who the third team is. It could be the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. I've been here and they're supposed to go to um, AEW. So whoever the third team is, it's um, gonna be the Briscoes or the Hardys. Like I think we pretty much like oh, us no, collectively. Yeah, and when is the revolution again? Huh? Sunday. Sunday. The, it's Sunday. The, is it? the sixth. Oh, so it probably wouldn't be the Hardys because Jeff's uh, contract isn't up. I, I think till the thirteenth. Oh, he's still under contract with WWE. Yeah, I think his goes to the thirteenth. Okay. Check. Okay, so, that would probably be Redragon. Or the Briscoes there. Okay. So then we have Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's World Title. Who's going to take it? (laughs) It should be Thunder. I'm just tired of Britt holding that title. I feel like she's held it hostage long enough. <laughs> okay, so it's March 9th. It's March 9th, okay. Mm. Um, I'd rather give it to Thunder Rosa. Um, her run, Britt's run was really good in the beginning, but I feel like they just haven't done really much with it. Um, and I think Thunder would be a really great chap. So oh, I'd give it to it give it to Thunder Rosa. It seems like really they they've been dropping the ball when it comes to the title holders though. Yeah. Every yeah. everybody's and that's the sad part. Jurassic Express, I mean, I'm very unpopular opinion about Jurassic Express. I never really cared about them too much to begin with. Um, I always thought they were like okay at best mm-hmm. so I was never really like moved by a single thing that they did so <laughs> I didn't give <laughs> so I don't give a shit about them 
So I was ready for them to not have them as soon as I got them. Damn. And then them completely not really. I, I just feel like they don't have, they don't have, neither of them has a fucking personality. I agree. N- neither one of them has any type of fucking personality. I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about either of them besides, um, oh, Gigi looks good. Um, besides that the old dude is a dinosaur and then old dude <laughs> is um, Luke Perry's son. All right. The house wants Thunder Rosa to win. I'm going to go with the house vote. Jay Cargill is going up against Continental Breakfast for the TBS championship and I think Jay's going to retain. Jay, and period. There's no <laughs> reason for them to give it to Continental. None. Isn't this like her first major title defense? Yeah. Yeah. On a pay per view, yes. Yeah, she'll keep it. If she does it, it's some bullshit. Um, I'm gonna go Jay just because I feel like Tay Conti's had a lot of title chances, and after this, when she loses, I want to see her like go to the back, disappear for a while. Yeah, she's not. She's not, because, you know, I'm fucking obsessed with her. Yeah. I don't see Tay Conti, Continental Breakfast, Continental Divide, <laughs> Coriander. Um, I don't want to see her on my TV for a while. Babe, can I have a Sprite? I am so fucking thirsty right now. Um, <laughs> they are obsessed with her for some fucking reason. I want a McDonald's Sprite. Right? It just, it just hit different. Tell me why. Side note, I was at work. I was at work and I was like, yo, I want Sprite. So I go and I buy me a Sprite and I'm drinking it. And my friend Joe, we looked at each other and I was like, this don't hit like a McDonald's Sprite. Like McDonald's Sprite is like like acid in the back of your throat, but in a good way. Oh, I'm ordering ordering one right now. I swear to God, (laughs) I will lose my mind. Like a McDonald's Sprite, when you drink it, it makes your eyes watery, but it's like, this is so good. It's in such a good it's way. Like, it's like drinking. It's like drinking fucking battery acid. I love it. Yes, and I love it. <laughs> it's literally drinking I, battery acid. It's like delicious mm-hmm. battery acid that burns so your throat, puts like tears in your eyes, and it's kind of like taking one of those like menthol things and sticking it up your nose and like breathing it in. It just makes you feel alive. Ugh. It's so good. I'm ordering one right now. And I hate so when that syrup runs out and they don't know. And they give you a whole fucking cup of goddamn carbonated water. You'd be like, bitch. <laughs> You're supposed to check yeah. this shit. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That is the worst feeling in the world. I don't care I what it. no one says. Because you're so amped for it. And you're like, yes, like I got this. I got my McDonald's Sprite, and then you take a bite, and you're like, what is that? What is this? You're like, what is this? Cheap-ass Perrier water. <laughs> and mind you, I'm a girl who likes, I do, I like um, sparkling waters and shit like that, like carbonated sparkling waters. I don't just like plain um sparkling water because they just don't taste good but ooh, they got pie ooh, what's the holiday pie 
right. I'm not high enough for that. That looks like custard in there. All right, so we got this. I don't understand what this is, so y'all don't have to tell me. The face of the Revolution ladder match, and it has Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and another to-be-determined wrestler to be in this match. Now, what does this match mean, or what do they get? It's kind of like the brass ring shit. That's what I feel it's like. It's basically just like if they win, like they're like the hottest up and coming thing, and they're going to be the face of, you know, when AEW like turns that corner. Really, it's just the brass ring thing. And I'm pretty sure they're going to give it to Keith Lee, probably. So he'll be on TV for a while, and then he's probably going to disappear. Okay. Um, um, not me. Yeah. with these scuffed up red bottoms. Um, <laughs> I just can't with that. Um, I think it's gonna be. And I, I agree with Jane. I feel like it's gonna be some dumb brass ring bullshit that don't go nowhere. Well, who's gonna win it? Who's I mean, I hate to say it. Do I care who wins? Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping it real. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't give a shit who wins. Well, Keith Lee is in the match, and I kind of feel like they're probably going to give it to him. It just seemed like the guys who didn't have a storyline, they threw him in this particular match. So good luck to whoever wins, I guess. All right, you got CM Punk and MJF in a dog collar match. Um... Unfortunately, I think CM Punk's going to win. Just the way they've been building it, it looks like it. Um, it should be, and I think it, I think honestly, MJF is going to win. Really? Yes. Punk will be selfless and give someone a chance. He needs to. Um, I think if he's going to, MJF would and has to be, um, it needs to happen. Okay. One thing I will can... say is I love MJF. I love his character. I love his promos. But I feel like all of his storylines he's been in have kind of been the same. They have. Where it's like, they have. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, I want something 
I want something. You want to see where he has any range or not. Yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, he does his thing, and then he somehow gets a win, but then the person wants to win back, and then he has to go through these, like, things to get to MJF, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, that's been going on since, like, he first started there. I want a different storyline with him. You know he has the range. You know he can do it. I just, it's just the same thing, and I'm just like, change it up. Mm. Well... I have no dog in this fight, no pun intended. So, um, I would prefer MJF win. He's the newbie. CM Punk doesn't need it. But whoever wins is whoever wins. Brian Danielson is going up against John Moxley. I have no idea how this storyline is even going. It's it's happening. I have no clue. So who's probably going to win this one? Uh, and give it to Brian? I feel like I'm going to give it to John Moxley. Really? Yeah. Has Dave Brian won a single major match since he's been there? Um, I don't think so. Because every match that I've seen that he's been, like, embroiled with, whether it be Paige or Cole or anybody, he puts on a five-star match, of course, but he loses. Excuse me. So I'm just trying to understand, if we're going by the kayfabe, like, how would this work out in his favor in this particular match with Moxley? Because didn't he ask them, didn't he want Moxley to team with them? But at first he said Moxley needs to bleed. It's so no it's basically, I, I'm, I don't want to explain this. I feel like it's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so basically it's, the reason is that um, Brian, Daniels, uh, Brian Danielson wants to team up with Moxley. But quote unquote, knowing how Moxley is, he doesn't trust anyone and he takes being a partner with someone very seriously. So he knows, so in his mind, he's like, he, um, he knows him and Moxley, him and Moxley will have to fight for him to, for them to come to an understanding for him to respect him and trust him to be a partner. That's stupid. Yes. There's a whole gist of it. So that's why I think Mox is going to win. And he's going to, like, gain that trust. And then after the match, they're going to, like, be bloody. And they're going to, like, shake hands and be like, all right, friend, let's go after the titles. All right. I'm just mad that I spent 10 extra dollars just so I can get some fucking McDonald's (laughs) perk. I'm not even going to eat any of this. I just literally just want this right. I can't with you. Anyway, we got two more and then we'll be done with AEW Revolution. We have Jericho and Kingston. Kingston cut a pretty decent promo on um, AEW. I think it was, it was too long. Oh, the promo was too long? Yeah, that was so that episode where they had that promo, that was the first 
um, AEW episode that I've watched in a very long time. Mm. Like very, 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 like since before this whole soul situation. So I would say it's been at least a good um, almost two months since I watched a full AEW show, but then I saw that Pentagon Dark was back, and then what other good shit, and then MJF had that fire promo, which I feel like we should also talk about. I can't believe I forgot to mention that, but I mean, the promo, I mean, my thing is, is like, Eddie Kingston gives good promos. I feel like he's a one-trick pony, though, like, sometimes, like, it's like, I feel like he's just, like, some, he just sounds like, if anybody has ever watched Fuck That's Delicious, that you will get this, or if you know, like, the people around Action Bronson, so on and so on. He literally is just a big body best who wrestles. <laughs> like, he's just, like, some loud, racial and racially ambiguous motherfucker from New York who's screaming and still dresses like it's 2000 and, um, 2008. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's still. He's Am still, I wrong? No, no, you're not, <laughs> not at all. Um, which which explains why you don't see a lot of these guys in the E because they just. They're not versed enough. Um, in regards to Kingston and Jericho, I have no idea what this feud is about. And honestly, I just don't care. Um, so um, who do you think is going to win? Mm. Yeah, I really don't care. Um, about the I don't care. care shit either, honestly, no. Okay, so I mean, I'll just give it to Kingston. We'll just we'll just give it to Kingston. Last match is this um, triple threat match. I mean, well, it's a six man tag team match. I'm sorry. It's Guevara, Allen, and Sting going up against Andrade, Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. I don't know exactly what's going on here. So you guys gonna have to help because I, I don't no know clue. what's going on here. I'm I telling have no you. Idea. It just seems like they're they're putting random people together to make feuds and then make a match. And I just, it's just really. I think they're just trying to get people used to six man because they're about to bring those belts in, I think, very soon. I think they're mostly having this, God, to have, um, get people used to the idea. Mm-hmm. All right, who do you think is going to win? Do you think it's going to be Guevara's team, or do you think it's going to be Andrade's team? Uh... So if you don't know who's on the teams, you've got Darby and Sting and Guevara, and then you've got Andrade, Hardy, and Cassidy, Isaiah Cassidy, to be more specific. The only person I really Isn't like the other one getting um, surgery or something? One half, yeah, I think. I think the guy on um, one half of the private party, I think he's out. I only like Andrade, so I just, 
Don't <laughs> well, I mean, we gotta, we gotta be. Come on, pretend like you care, because you haven't cared for the last three matches. So we have to care. <laughs> you have to care about something. Um, I'll just. Well, I don't want to give it to Andrade because they have Matt Hardy on the team. Well, I mean, Ooh. just it's just Andrade. Hardy's right. not even gonna fucking wrestle. You don't even. You don't even see it. I want to go with Hardy. I want to go with with Andrade, but I feel like they're going to give it to Sting, Darby, and um, and and Crooked Face. Not Crooked Face. You know his Stop. face is crooked. Stop it! Stop! You know, it looks when you look at it, it looks like it leans to the right. I can't with you. I can't. You know it does. She is so stupid. Anyway, okay. So that those are the picks you're going to go with. I'm fine with that. I have no care in the world for this because I don't watch AEW enough to have an investment and they don't produce enough storylines for me for me to be invested. So I'm if they have a good pay-per-view, I'm happy. As long as the fans are satisfied with the pay-per-view, I'm happy with the pay-per-view. It is what it is. All right, so we're going to move on. <clears throat> to WWE because they have set some new matches in motion on the road to WrestleMania, all right? So in the beginning, we knew of three. We knew that Rousey was going up against Flair. We knew Bianca was going up against Becky, and we knew about Brock and Reigns, okay? Now things have changed. So Roman and um, Brock's match is now a winner-take-all. Whoever wins the match will be champion of both brands. All right. I think they labeled it now as a title unification. It is a title unification yep. match. Yes, that's and what I they have said. And I, I hate, hate it. it. I don't like it. And it, it is what it is. Okay. Let, let the fair there are fans who are very excited for this. They're happy because they've been begging. And they want this to happen. And they feel that if the titles are unified, that somehow is going to open the floodgates for them to be able to have more championship bouts or more championship-worthy battles with other superstars. And they feel like separating the belts locks them into this box, whereas if they unify them, they'll be free. That's the <laughs> It's an idiotic concept because we all know that that's not what's going to happen. They're going to continue to rely on the people who bring in the draw. And it's just that simple. It's really not hard to understand. Money makes the world go round. And the more you understand that, I think the better off some of you will be. Now, when it comes to these smaller matches where there's not really a belt involved it's more of a battle between you know some um you know some people who don't necessarily like each other okay we got um <clears throat> miss and logan fucking paul going up against the mysterios I want to understand what the WWE's obsession is with the Pauls. What 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 is it? Because if you really took a look at them, 
they can't be that much of a draw for you. Unfortunately, they are. <laughs> they can't be. They just can't be. I, I. If they are with the, with the with the younger crowd, unfortunately. And I okay, I'd rather you pick these fucking better. TikTokers. Pick one of these bitch ass TikTokers. Like he's on tour. <laughs> I don't care. He has to work. He Bring has to work, ma'am. Listen, from what I saw on Monday Night Raw last Monday, with him trying to do that mic check. This gonna be a struggle match, and I mean, hella struggle match. It's gonna suck, and I feel bad for Ray because he 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 doesn't have to be in it. And I know Nicole wants him to retire and go home, but at the same time, like, come on, (laughs) I mean. Anything but this douchebag. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hope y'all know what you're doing. That's all I can tell you is because you'll alienate the crowd who's been there actually watching this shit for the last 10 years. And that crowd that you're trying to keep in because you keep bringing Logan Paul in, they're going to leave when Logan Paul's ass leaves. Because their attention span is about the same as a neck. So <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna pull them in by bringing Logan Paul in. That's not gonna happen. So you're wasting money and time on an asshole who doesn't deserve it. Number one, and number two, on fans who aren't gonna be fans once he leaves. That's it. I hate it. That is it. I hate it. Oh, I just realized if you threw a McDonald's Sprite in somebody's eyes, you'd probably fuck them up real good. Might be the new lace. Hmm. Um... I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there. It's like, and I. It's not trying to be shady. So this is my problem with that whole promotion in general. And this is like, again, we're just going all over. Uh oh, remix them again. Is they put all this shit to? Oh my god! Hello. There you go. hello can you hear me there you go got you now okay um my underlying problems is that they put these matches together and they don't have any real storylines and they expect normal people to care about them once the pay-per-view pops up This this match is 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 
coming from them having their cult match on Monday Night Raw, and then it's pulling from there. So, <clears throat> bitch needs to be a pre-show match. I don't care. I don't care what you do. If it is not in the pre-show or in the first half of the first hour of the show, you have wasted my time. And that's that's just how I'm going to leave it. So, <clears throat> they also have set up the story for AJ Styles and Edge. And this one probably is what everybody is going to be hypey about. AJ Styles is a face character now, and Edge was one until this past Monday when he went back to Ultimate Opportunist Edge and just literally decimated AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. A dick. Yes, that decimated Styles. What if AJ straight wants up, to have another kid? What if uh, another one do you want to have another kid? Not it was rude, child. <laughs> it was but, rude. <laughs> Just kicking some random man in the balls is not rude. You <laughs> don't kick a man in the dick. But he did it for the culture. So I mean girl. <laughs> what? He then hit AJ Styles with a double concerto. Okay. So Edge is now back to being the heel that we all know and loved and hated. Okay. Um you mean Doc Brown? House. What? Because bruh hair was wispy as fuck. Okay, so while I love Edge, I'm going to have to appeal to Adam because I feel like you, you're not you're not washing your hair with the conditioner after you get out the shower, babe. I feel like you're just washing your hair and then you're getting out. It's either that or you're not using good enough conditioner, and you make very good money, sir. So it's either you take your ass to the best salon you can find, so you can get your hair together, or <laughs> just buy some really cheap conditioner from the hair store. I have an idea. It's going to sound weird, but I think that you should use the black hair care products, okay? Mainly because they're hydration forward. And you look like you could use some water, sir. Okay? Your hair is quite parched, Adam. Just, it's, it's just a suggestion coming from a fan. Now, Beth hair, last time I saw her, it looked a little parched, too. It looked like if y'all rubbed together, some fire was going to start. I just, I love you both. I just need y'all to, to get it together. Y'all make too much money to not be able to take care of yourself like that. And all that hard to work spray. to come back. All that hard work to come back and you balding in the middle. And then you're not even taking care of the hair around the bald spot. Wait, she got her spray. Just, Who got the hair? Someone got hair implants. It wasn't him? Because I've seen his bald spot. Hair. Who was it? It was strong. <laughs> it was strong. It was right in the middle of his head. Someone got hair implants, though. I know it wasn't Edge, but somebody did. No, but AJ's hair always looks fucking beautiful. Listen, he going to a black hair salon. Okay. <laughs> he has to. It's always bouncy. It's always shiny. I'm like, what kind of conditioner do you use, sir? 
give some to Edge so he can keep it together. And it looked like he put a lot of hairspray or hair gel in it. Whatever you're doing to it, it looked real crunchy and dry. It looked like what, well, y'all don't, y'all might not wear wigs, but when you wear a wig, right, and it get real old, I say about six month mark, if you don't take real good care of it, it will become frayed and it starts to pull apart and it will stick and clump together and then it's dry. And if you keep it real long, it'll start to smell like mothballs. Honey, your hair looks like a synthetic wig that has gone bad. You need to do something about that, okay? When we fix synthetic wigs, they have to use um, dryer sheets or fabric softener to re-soften the hair back up. And you don't want to have to do that to your hair, okay? So just get you some good old conditioner and get yourselves together. Preferably the black conditioner. Get you some Carol's Daughter. You know, there's a whole bunch of them. In the store, Target is a good place. That's where all the black people stuff go. Okay, all and right. That fabric softener, that suave tail, the Mexican one. Get your wig white, <laughs> and it smells good too. I can't walk around smelling like fresh linens. Oh God, I can't. So, <laughs> so they are having their match, and more than likely, this match will probably be on night two but if they want they said they got Roman and Brock on night two they might move them to night one so they can have a big marquee match on the first docket even though they're gonna have Bianca and Becky I think is on Saturday yeah I think Rhonda and uh, Charlotte's on night one as well I think so that is interesting so another match that they added to Docker for wrestling is the women's tag team match. Now Friday, Sasha had a match with um, Shotzi, and she pretty much won that match. Um, and then Naomi was out there sitting in the commentary, and then she came out and told everybody that her and Sasha were going to be teaming once again to become the next tag team champions. So the tag team champions for the women on Raw accepted the match, along with alluding to if she wins, Carmella specifically, that she is going to upstage Edge and Lita's live sex show with her fiancé, Corey. Let me tell you something, Carmella. Um, I don't want to see it. Don't nobody want to see Corey's pale ass in the middle of the ring trying to dick you down. No, ma'am. We we don't. I'm happy that you're happy. I'm happy you're engaged. I'm happy you're in love. But I don't need to see, smell, or look like I can taste the love. That's 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 nasty. You need to keep that shit to yourself. Or put it on Pornhub and make everybody pay the premium price to see it. Okay, don't be no hoe. For, for, for cheap, okay? Because even though you're getting paid by WWE to work, you don't get paid extra for that. That's a part of your normal salary, bitch. Okay? And that's nasty. Plus, you're already putting all that shit out on your talk, on your uh, on your YouTube reality show. Which I got a question. Why they put it on YouTube? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, ain't that like the the girls got to be on E and Miz and them got to be on USA Network? And oh, don't you start being shady? It was like, oh, uh, we gonna do you, we gonna do a reality show, but we gonna put you on YouTube, bitch. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, that's 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 all. Um, I don't see how Carmella and Zelina Vega would keep these titles. They rarely defend them. Um, and the way I see it is the ones who brought them in should be the ones to retire them. And since one half of that team is still out, they're going to bring in Naomi and she's going to get the title, which she should have got it when Lana was there. But that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Okay. I think I covered all the new matches they set up. But, oh, now they're alluding to a couple other matches. You've got Damian Priest lost his title Monday to Finn Balor. Finn Balor is the new United States champion, which shout out to Finn because he deserved it, okay? And Finn is a face, so Damian turned heel finally. And Damian is now, you know, the rabbit to the hair, okay? Whatever the case may be. And he's going to be probably going up against Finn at Mania for that title, okay? Then you've got Sami Zayn on SmackDown. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Sami has a thing with Johnny Knoxville that goes back to before Royal Rumble. So he showed up Friday. Sami Zayn took him out. And so more than likely, they're going to have an Intercontinental match for with Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville for the title at Mania as well. And then there's one that is a rumor and then there's another one that seems to be slowly building, but I don't think it's going to be an actual match. So let's start off with the one that's building. You've got Kevin Owens, who has been hilariously trolling Texas. And no shade to anybody who lives in Texas, but rightfully so, because y'all got some fucked up politicians, okay? <laughs> Where the craziest shit is being passed in Texas, all right? Now... <laughs> JBL has got thrown his hat into the ring and been talking mad shit to Kevin on Twitter. Kevin's been digging in his ass on Twitter, just going at his neck. He came out there dressed like Prospector yesterday. Oh, when WWE on Fox put that shit on Instagram, I damn near peed myself laughing at that shit. That shit was funny. Whoever runs that Twitter, that Instagram account, you're a fucking genius, and I love it, okay? But Kevin's been trolling Texas for a while. And the rumor is that Stone Cold is supposed to have a match with Kevin at Mania. But I think it's going to be more like what happened with Elias and John Cena a couple years back. Elias decided he wanted to have a concert. John came out there and, you know, was a doctor of thugonomics and pretty much took him out. And I think that's kind of what's going to happen with Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. I don't see them having a full-blown match, okay? Now, here's another one that's weird and I just readily don't understand. Pat McAfee had his podcast and he had Vince. He's supposed to have Vince McMahon on it or did he have it already? Thursday. It's Thursday? I believe so. Okay. He's his podcast today, wonder. Okay, so he's supposed, he has his podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays? And he's supposed to have <laughs> Mr. McMahon on his show on Thursday. 
Now, the rumor is that Mr. McMahon is supposed to have a match with Pat McAfee on Thursday. I mean, at WrestleMania. That's fucking wild. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, this past Monday, they had Dry Lips Booty Tickler in there with him, which is Austin Theory sitting up there talking to him about being on Pat McAfee's show and about how Pat is like a podcast genius. He's a legend. This is the first sit-down interview you've done with anybody in years. You gotta be nervous. Like, he's gonna be asking the hard-hitting questions. You know, like, Austin is really trying to stir up some shit, okay? And I'm like, what? What? what is this? What is, what is happening? And I keep hearing the rumor that they're gonna have a match at Mania, and I'm just like, but why? <laughs> but but why? Why why are you doing this? I I don't want to see that. I I love Pat. I would love to see Pat in a match with pretty much anybody because he supremely did absolutely beautiful against Cole in NXT Gold when he was there with um Don and uh Lorcan and um, the other guy, Katie Birch. He did absolutely beautiful in that match. He was great. It was between him and Bad Bunny. They're the only celebrities that I have seen that have come into WWE and actually take it seriously, besides like Mr. T. So, y'all tell me what y'all think because that is what it seems is where it's headed. McAfee's going to be going up against McMahon, possibly. You may have a match with KO and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, of course, the other matches that have already been set in stone and announced. Um, I feel like what's going to happen is KO's going to go out there and then just, like, talk a bunch of shit. Of course. Stone Cold's music's going to hit. He's going to go yeah. out there. He's going to do his thing. He's going to do the middle finger, stun him, grab a couple beers, drink it, throw him around. Well, and then he's going back. home. Like, yeah. pro I don't think it's going to be an actual match. Um, I think with Vince and Pat, I think it'll start out that way, but I think somehow Austin Theory is going to get involved. And if of it, course. It's going to be Austin Theory. Oh, yeah, of course. Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Theory. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I'm just... I'm like, is that what this whole thing with Theory has been about for these last couple of months? Because I mean, I'm I don't assuming they know what they're doing. <laughs> All right, so that's that for WrestleMania. Of course, they're probably going to ask more to fill out the two nights. But those are your shows. You've got AEW Revolution March six, which is this coming I'm Sunday. I'm so sick of them making out. This is sick. <laughs> We got that. So I hope you guys enjoy AEW Revolution. Let me know if it was a good short. Hey, what's up, everybody? So this part of the podcast, I wanted to come in and tell you guys just a quick update. So in the midst of us recording and getting the video, the audio edited it up on the website, new information came out about Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor. So while that's all well and good. We did allude to Tony Khan possibly purchasing Ring of Honor in this episode. So with all that being said, 
I hope you guys finish enjoying the episode. And we're going to talk about this on a later episode of Down for the Count, more than likely next week's episode. But if you want to hear what our girl, our girl Nicole said or what I said in regards to Tony Khan purchasing Ring of Honor, you can always follow me on my personal social media, which is at Psych Design TV too. I'll put it in there so you guys can see it scrolling across the screen. And you can always go and follow at We Love Wrestling. They have their podcast up and you can go and listen to what our homie Terry had to say. And of course, what Nicole had to say. But we'll be back together next week to discuss the Ring of Honor purchase as more details come out. So please excuse my voice. It's going in and out. I'm trying. Okay. With all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. Now I'm going to let y'all get back into it. So let's move on to some news. Okay. So this past Monday, Randy Orton had a match with the Riddle and it was up against the Street Profits. And towards the end of the match, Randy may have possibly gotten like a tiny bit injured. So Montez went for the frog splash. And he usually gets pretty decent height, but I think what he did is he overshot it. And he jumped, he didn't jump as high as I normally see him jump, but he jumped pretty high. And then it was the way that he landed. So I think that he shifted himself a little bit too far to where he landed on Randy's upper torso towards his head and his neck. He did hit his ribs and from what I saw in the video, his knee hit his shoulder and his arm and Randy visibly responded. He was just like, oh, fuck. Like, it, it hurt, obviously. Um, he could not finish the match, so he basically was just they was like calling it like, okay, pin me. This is over. They pinned him. Montez rolled over and asked him if he was okay. Riddle came there, asked if he was okay. Dawkins went to him and asked if he was okay. The ref was there. He did not move. Basically, he was just laying there, and they cut to commercial. So it looked pretty bad. Um, but uh, apparently, it's not as bad as it looked. Um, he's got a couple of bruises, of course. He's a little banged up. They said they're going to monitor Randy for the next couple of days and see how he is. And as long as the WWE doctors check, make sure he checks out, he's going to be fine. Um, a lot of people thought Montez was going to get in trouble for this, but it was an accident. It wasn't done on purpose. So calm your tits. Montez is not under any heat. But I did see a tweet on Instagram that kind of, um, well, on Twitter, that kind of um, was like, huh? But Okay, so let me find the tweet. The tweet said that it basically was saying that they were tired of these um, high flyers like Ricochet and these guys, they're constantly injuring people and they wish they could have more wrestlers like Kane and The Undertaker, Big Show. They don't injure people. You know, so I was like, right, okay. Um, it, it's a good mix of high flyers and power wrestlers in WWE. Um, it's more power wrestlers than it is um high flyers, to be honest with you. So I don't understand that logic, but it was an old ass white dude that said it. 
So I'll let you do with that what you will, okay? So moral of the story is Randy Orton is fine and Montez Ford is not going to get in trouble for it, okay? So we're going to move on um, to Kane. Well, actually, let's talk about Cesaro first. Cesaro has not re-signed his contract with the WWE. He had signed last year a one-year contract with the company to extend his actual contract. And then he went ahead and he's been negotiating ever since. Well, the negotiations fell through. Things have not, they have not been able to reach a amicable setting to where Cesaro was staying. So he left. He did not resign. And because he was not under a normal contract, he does not have to abide by the 90-day rule. He can wrestle wherever he wants. He is completely a free agent. Now, currently on Twitter, in his bio, his name, he still has WWE up there. Me personally, when I heard that Cesaro was leaving, I kind of had mixed feelings. I like Cesaro as a wrestler. I think that he's great. But at the same time, the brand of wrestling that WWE does, Cesaro fits in more of a mid-card view in my opinion, and a lot of people want him to be world champion, but I think that's only going to last for a little while. I think two, three months tops is where people are going to be like, okay, we we need something different because that's usually what happens when a guy like Cesaro becomes champion. Um, however, I don't think he's going to stay out of the E long. I think that he's still going to get a new contract the same thing happened with Drew Gulak. He did not resign. And then during the pandemic, he had a new agent. They were able to negotiate and get a better contract. And he resigned. And he's there. So I think the same thing could happen with Cesaro. What do you guys think? Um, I love me some Cesaro. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. I feel like you can literally put him with anybody and it'll just work. Um, it sucks to see him leave, but at the same time, they didn't have any long-term plans for him. So, like, even if they did resign him, they had nothing. They had nothing for him. So I could see why um, he'd want to leave. Like, I don't think he's like, I want to be made a champion. I think he's just like, I want something of significance while I'm here, and not just random ass matches that don't mean anything. Um, so hopefully they can work it out. Um, if not, I'll support him wherever he goes because that's my boo. Nicole, you got the last say on this one. Bam, bam, bam. I'm popular opinion time. Um, <laughs> I'm not really like, again, I'm not really moved by this. I can tell you why. Yes, we all know Cesaro is. I love Cora Jade. Um, oh, she just fucking has it. That bitch is a little star. Love her. Um, he does. He does nothing. He has nothing. He ha- No, I'm not. I don't like to say that. He does have some. He's very talented. I think we can all agree that. Um, Cesaro is a top tier, world class wrestler. I will Absolutely. never argue with anyone about that. I 100% agree with that. Does Cesaro have character? Does he have a personality? Does he have charisma? Mm. 
Someone answer me this question. I, I charisma, really... yes. Personality, not mm. really. I think he has charisma. I don't. <laughs> um, and this is obviously, 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 obviously moving towards centered and more character driven. So I think that's what WWE needs to do. Obviously, you need to concentrate on the wrestling as well, but also that's not something that needs a lot of work with most people um Mm -hmm. the character is what they've always been good at and I think that's what they're kind of taking themselves back to and it's like Cesaro has been there for how long and he hasn't moved anything yes he can be really good he's really fantastic in the ring but has he done like any legitimate like character work besides rely on he's a good wrestler not unless he was with like Seamus or something. Exactly. And again, I'm not trying to discredit him at all or like, cause you know, he's very, hopefully he's a very nice man, blah, blah, blah. I'm just playing devil's advocate and I'm just going to be like, would you really want to spend, keep spending that amount of money on Cesaro when you can either take that money and invest it and or use it to bring someone else in or to have because you know they got to start saving up for Dwayne mm-hmm. for next year which I think they've I think they've been doing that for a while now high key mm-hmm. um so you know they got put money in that in the Dwayne piggy bank because <laughs> I don't know was it here I don't know about what some I don't know it was a few people and we were talking about for the rock for Dwayne to fizz for feasibly take time away from what the fuck he's doing and to do mania like because you know all he does is he's constantly shooting something yeah we're taking we're taking him away from a movie basically so what they're gonna do they're gonna have up with the movie paycheck so I really do and again like I'll be like Terry and be like a conspiracy theorist um I think they've been planning this for a very long time. I think that's why they were so aggressive with a lot of these cuts um, Mm -hmm. beforehand because they're seeing where they can cut corners at because everyone's like, oh, we're pulling in so much money. I said, yes, they're pulling in so much money because they're about to use a good portion of that money. Ain't just going to sit in the bank nowhere. So, um, again, I believe that Again, I'm losing what the fuck we're going. But anyways, um, but yeah, like, honestly, like, what are they going to do with Cesaro? What is Cesaro aiding besides being on up, up, down, down? That whole fucking, they's up, up, down, down is depleted. Yes, everybody's gone. But it's like, every time I bring it up, they always say they can make him world champion. And I'm like, when they, they if they were ever to do that, you would turn on him within two months. I promise you, you would. And it's not because of his booking. And it wouldn't be because of WWE. It would be because Cesaro can't, he's not going to be able to drive that storyline any further unless he has help. Now, I wish they would have let, you know, Mustafa Ali leave and do what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Now, <clears throat> let's move into Kane. Okay, now, for whatever reason, 
Well, he is in politics, so I, I guess. Kane decided to um, tweet out about Ukraine. And if you don't know about Ukraine, I'll give you a brief little history. So basically, Russia has become the new, um, has gone back to the, is trying to bring back the USSR. Um, and he, they basically lost control of all those little countries, the Czech Republic, the Ukraine, and all the other countries that are on that border that are closer to where the Black Sea is, okay? Ukraine has a port for the Black Sea that can outsource import and export goods. And the United States is talking about cutting Russia off because they know that they've meddled in our elections. They have caused massive problems within our country just by you know, utilizing the internet to their advantage. They have divided us. Basically what they did is they ripped the Band-Aid off of a sword that was already there. And they really made it bubble to the surface, okay? So that all happened here. And while then Putin has been quietly trying to put the USSR back together so he can be a superpower again, okay? Now, they're desperately gonna try and do everything in their power to stop that from happening. However, the United States has stopped trading with Russia. They're not giving them anything. They're cutting off their ports. They're not giving them anything. So that cuts off their supply line to their people. So Russia's like, okay, Ukraine's here. They have an import-export. We're going to take that back. And that's why they want Ukraine. That's why they want them back. It's for their imports and exports in the Black Sea. Because they can trade with their allies in that port. They can't in Russia. All right? Simplest explanation. With all that being said, said Kane's ball-headed ass decided he wanted to have um, a conversation on Twitter about it. And I need to find the fucking tweet. There it is. Okay. So he, it's since been deleted because I went to it, it's gone. But the internet never dies, okay? And a bunch of people screenshot it. The tweet said, and I quote, if you on the left and you're shocked by Putin's aggression, wake up, sunshine. Historically, in the real world, might takes right. Weakness, which is really what the left is all about, is not a virtue. It's a fatal character flaw. And no, the U.S. should still not get involved. That is what he said verbatim. And Hangman Adam Page essentially responded with relief support for children and, of course, for the Ukrainian people. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this obviously has blown up, and there are some tweets who um, came in and basically was, there was a guy on Twitter who said, Mike doesn't make right. And he said, it proves that they are toxic bullies, and the left isn't weak. These are things embedded in people, brainwashed, since the right and left-handed judgmental days. If they are invading your state, you would be singing a different tune. To which I 100% agree. Um, I 100% agree. Kane, I don't know who picked Raquel you. loves tagging with a little small bitch. No. <laughs> I don't know who pissed in your weedies this morning, but bro, you gotta get it together. Okay? You, 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 you have to get it together. This right here is ridiculous. First of all, um, 
you shouldn't be tweeting about foreign affairs when your ass is on a local level. You're not even in the right form of government Ooh. to be talking about it. You don't have the the clearance. You don't have the cojones. You're not, you're not on that level. You literally are at the bottom of the food chain, bro. You're one step above a council member. Mind your business. This does not pay you, sir. Okay? <laughs> and at this point, you're not going to be reelected. So you might as well be worried about that insurance business you and your check-ass wife. Let me mind my business. Mind my business. I want to go off on bitch. Draw it in. Let me mind your business. This ain't on your level. Your ball's not big enough. Period. So I got to say, y'all can chime in. And we only got one more topic left. Um, I don't know why people listen to him because he's really weird. And I feel like like anymore. I chugged way too milk. much McDonald's right. But it felt great, didn't it? <laughs> Bear, I do not feel so good now. <sighs> Halfway through my second one, I shouldn't have ordered three. You ordered three sprites? Yeah, they were like a dollar thirty-five. Oh my god, Nicole! They're Can largest. They're mine. I'm thirsty. Jesus, three though. She ordered three. Don't McDonald's judge me. Bikes. Why didn't you just get one big large one? Listen, McDonald's Sprite is different from a case of regular Sprite. Okay, you went to the store because that was on sale. Don't do me. Anyway, floor is yours. <laughs> who me mm-hmm. yeah um obviously this is like a very very um, scary and sad situation for your Ukrainian people and obviously our hearts and prayers go out to them especially all those especially like a lot of their civilians who are literally fighting learning how to shoot rifles and it's just like heartbreaking and it's very very sad it's very sad and like these people's freedoms are literally just getting denied because someone wants to literally be a fucking tyrant like that's literally just what it goes down to he wants to be a tyrant and wants to have them be under his control again and be like, I'm sorry, bitch. Things don't work like that anymore. And um, Kane needs to mind his business. First of all, you're a professional wrestler turned a shoddy local government official. I'm quite positive you barely graduated college. Know a single thing about fucking world affairs or anything about world affairs or about trading and how import exports um affect not only different countries but different regions so i'm just gonna need you to sit down and mind your business and worry about fixing some traffic lights or something or getting funding for a new school maybe that would help the situation i don't know just (laughs) mind your business stay in your lane let the big boys handle this Big boys and girls handle this situation. Well, Alexis couldn't be here, but she did tell me to tell you, fuck you. That's what she said. 
Um, <laughs> she That's has, one vote you are not going to get next term. <laughs> she, she ain't not going to reuse her. Then she's just like, yeah, fuck you. And everything you stand for. So there's that. Finally, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan has divorced his second wife and has a new girlfriend, okay? Now, <laughs> they, they seem to not be working out. They decided to reconcilable differences on their divorce, and he already has a new girlfriend, okay? I don't know who's fucking the burnt sausage, but somebody is, okay? Um, is his, is um, Linda still married to that boy that went to high school with Brooke? What? I did not know. I don't that. know if they got married, but I remember they dated. You don't remember that? No. When they divorced, you remember when she had that young ass boyfriend? Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know he was Brooke. He classmate. went to school with Brooke. Oh hell no! Hell hell no! Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? That was like a huge thing. Let me look that hoe up right now. No. <laughs> um, y'all, y'all tell me what y'all think. Y'all, I'll be back. Um, I don't care about Hulk Hogan, his wife, his new girlfriend, and his saggy balls. So there's that. Yeah. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> Um, oh, apparently yeah. she's still with him. Oh, oh God. Last topic. Kay Velasquez has been arrested. Now, hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. So Kay Velasquez has been arrested for attempted murder. Okay. They arrested him because they are accusing him of shooting someone. Or attempting to shoot someone. Rightfully so. <laughs> now, I didn't oh, get to I see... lied. They're not together anymore. Oh, I didn't get to see the logistics of I mean, why he... Logistics. He went to shoot the person because they molested a minor and his family, but he ended up shooting the person's stepdad instead. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with this. Me either. No, I'm being dead ass serious. Um. Yeah, I mean, don't touch little kids. You wouldn't have these issues. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 the gist of it. That's it. So you know what, Kane? If we got to make a fundraiser, I will donate a couple dollars. <laughs> I hope it is better. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's it. That. That's all the news. That's everything that we we'll have. put some money on your books. <laughs> I'll help you up with commentary. I can't. That's all we got, folks. So if you guys enjoy AEW's wrestling, AEW Revolution is Sunday. It starts at 7.30 for the buy-in. The actual show starts at 8. 
Um, Nicole says she'll tweet you something if you want to see it and you ain't got the coins to pay it. She says she'll tweet. Okay. <laughs> um, WWE's Mania show is in a couple of weeks. They're still setting up some of the views for that. But most of the card seems to be filled as of right now. And yeah, Money in the Bank is, I think Money in the Bank is in June. Backlash is in May. So, uh, they're calling it WrestleMania Backlash. They're calling it WrestleMania Backlash, which more than likely means they're going to be running back some shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to bring up is the money in the bank is going to be in um, Las Vegas. And Las Vegas, they have packages for the money in the bank show. The packages for the show are outrageous. They're, they're outrageous. They're house payments. Okay. Um, they're ridiculous. But if you want to go, they have these packages set up through this event company. Um, or you can just fly out and do your own shit in LA. I mean, in Vegas. And my thing is, it's going to be in Vegas. They're making a big deal out of it. So something stupid is probably going to happen in Vegas. Other than that, that is all the wrestling news we got for you. So thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week. Hopefully, Alexis will be back with us next week. And we'll cover what else is out there. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs>